What kind of man are you? This life will require you to be steadfast, immovable, strong, and courageous. Though this world says you should get a trophy just for showing up, and there are no winners and losers, you must train to win the prize. You do the hard things. You persevere. You are becoming the man God created you to be. You exercise discipline. The discipline of manliness. Guys, welcome back to another episode in the Discipline of Manliness podcast, and Happy New Year. It should be the second that this show releases, so we're fresh, starting off a brand new year in 2024, and I'm excited for what this year has to offer, and I'm excited to see what you guys are going to do with this fresh new year. Um, Another uh, guy I like to listen to always talks about how waiting for a new year to set new goals is just kind of so ambiguous. It's like, what does a new year really have to do with it? Um, We know we can start and turn over a new leaf. Um, start new habits anytime. And uh, that is a very true statement. But I know for a lot of us, we are going to be setting some New Year's goals and resolutions. And maybe some of you guys have already set those and established what those are going to be. And I wanted to come to you at a fresh new year like this and just come to you and talk to you about the approach that I use and a few of the tools that I like to use as I set goals and set plans for the coming months ahead of how I'm going to stick to these new plans that I have for myself. And I know that a lot of you guys probably are already using some really beneficial tools and uh, I'd love to hear what yours are. Um, guys, in my way is not the only way, but if you are fresh, new to this whole thing of goal setting and making um, resolutions and things like that, then I want to just give you guys some tools that have really helped me and set me up for success. So before we get too far into all of that, guys, I want to say again, thanks so much for listening to the show. Thanks for tuning in, especially if this is your first time, if you just found this show, um, you know, this new year, um, we're really excited that you're listening and appreciating your time. Um, Guys, be sure that you are sharing what you are listening to. Put it out there on social and share it with friends and family. Send the screenshot to a few friends, your brothers, your dad, whoever it is that is in your life, especially other men, and encourage them with what you're learning from and what you're listening to. And uh, again, make mention of me on on social media. I am Discipline of Manliness on Facebook and Instagram. You guys can see me there. And then I'm actually more active on my Colin.Hornback account. You can also see a lot of what I'm doing over there as well. But you guys feel free to tag me, share what you're listening to, and I would appreciate any and all reviews and uh, ratings on your podcast channel. So thanks so much, guys. Appreciate that as we look to grow the show in a new year here. Those are ways you guys can really help me. So thanks so much for your time and tuning into this show. Now for getting into your new New Year's resolutions. Guys, resolutions often do not work. A resolution is nothing, usually more than just a simple wish. You know, people set a new year. Okay, this is a you know start of 2024. Um, the new me is going to look like fill in the blank. I'm gonna typically I'm gonna lose weight. I'm going to um, read more books. I'm going to go to the gym more. I'm going to um, study my Bible more. You know, whatever it might be. There's just a lot of different things that we can. You know, choose to focus on. And if we just tell ourselves that we're going to do that and don't set ourselves up with a plan of how we're going to do that, then it is really nothing more than just a wish. Um, you might be getting a little more serious if you start writing those, you know, quote unquote resolutions down. Um, that is adding some intensity to it. And it is definitely a step in the right direction to put those 
uh, resolutions or those goals down on paper. Um, I admire you for doing that. That is, again, a step in the right direction. But just putting them on paper isn't an actual plan. That's not what's going to help you accomplish those new goals, those resolutions. So while, while a better tactic than just sitting there thinking about what you're going to do or what you would like to change, um, again, it is insufficient just to have written it down. So here's, here's the plan I use that I got from listening to Ryan Mickler over at the Order of Man podcast. Um, but we use what we call there, it's called a battle planner. And in that battle plan, we actually renew that and recycle things or set up new things in it every three months. So it's not an entire year. It is every 90 days that we're going back through that. So what I would encourage you to do rather than setting a new year's goal and planning out the whole year by the end of the year, for instance, I'm going to lose 20 pounds. Um, that is a really long time and it's hard to stay focused on that goal for 12 whole months, 365 days. That is, that is a long, long time. What is more manageable is a 90 day goal of I'm going to lose 10 pounds in 90 days, which also, by the way, is a much faster rate of weight loss, for instance, in that case. So if you set that up, you have much closer markers of when to check in with yourself and have others check in with you so that really every 30 days, you should be then seeing progress toward that goal. So if your goal is 10 pounds in 90 days, you're losing just over three pounds per month. So that should be pretty doable with a little bit of a diet change and some exercise. Um, in fact, you should very likely see that happen uh, much faster than even your 90-day goal, which there's nothing wrong with beating those goals at all. But it's not just saying I'm going to lose 10 pounds in 90 days. You also then have to, after you stated your objective, you have to now come up with tactics of how you're going to meet that objective. And your tactics should be daily. They should be seven days a week. Or um, if you're following, like in this you know, instance I'm using, like losing weight, if you're following a workout plan, you might have programmed rest days where maybe Saturday and Sunday, um, there, there are no workouts. Well, that's fine. Just do something else instead that keeps you focused on your goal, like stretch for you know 10 minutes or something those days, or um, do a cold plunge, or do something that's still going along the lines with your your physical condition objective that you're trying to hit. So you set you set a tactic, like I said, that should be daily, and then you also make a backup plan for that tactic. So maybe you couldn't get to the gym that day and do the full workout, but maybe you can get through a hundred pushups throughout your day, or maybe at home at night, you could just say, I'm going to do a hundred pushups and however many sets it takes me to do that. But maybe that's your backup plan so that you're always still doing something to accomplish that objective. And so now you have your objective, you have a primary tactic that you're going to use, and then you're going to use a secondary tactic, um, as well as in the case of emergencies, essentially. So those are going to be your, your primary objective, uh, primary tactic and secondary tactic. And then after that, you also have checkpoints. So you have a 30 day checkpoint, 60 day checkpoint, and then your 90 day checkpoint should be achieving your objective. And it's really, really helpful if you start to include other people in those goals. So if you are, like I said, trying to lose weight or you're going to read so many books or um, you're going to work on your relationship with your spouse or girlfriend or 
your brother, whoever it is. Um, it's really helpful if you share your objective with other people and then your tactics and have a check-in with them, um, ideally weekly, you know, just a, it can be a quick phone call. Um, it could be a FaceTime thing, or maybe you guys meet face-to-face at a coffee shop, but you go over how you did with your, your objectives and your tactics for that week. And you state how you did in percentages. That's how we do it on our, on our teams that we're on, or we are sharing this accountability and say, Hey, you know, this week I did, you know, five out of seven days with this tactic. So that's a 71%, or maybe you did six out of seven days, which would be an 86%. Um, maybe certain times you're getting hundred percent. Um, overall, it doesn't, it's not as crucial that you necessarily hit it every day, though. That should be your goal. Um, you should aim to get a hundred. Um, if you're always getting a hundred percent though, on every goal that you've set for yourself, I would suggest your, your goals are likely too easy. Um, so you probably need to up the ante and make them a little bit more difficult and stretch yourself just a little bit more. Um, so you shouldn't always be getting a hundred is what I'm getting at. And you also shouldn't always be um, failing that and getting, you know, below 50% and, and down in the low, the low percentages, because then you're just making yourself too, it's, it's way too hard on yourself and it's going to get very frustrating and you're not going to be seeing any momentum or movement in the right direction, which will become discouraging and ultimately cause you to give up and likely fail. So ultimately don't make it too hard. Don't make it way too easy. And that's why there are checkpoints along the way. If it is way too hard, you need to reevaluate and say, maybe I need to stretch out my timeline more, or maybe I need to, um, reduce maybe in this weight loss scenario one, maybe I need to reduce the amount of weight I'm trying to lose for this particular quarter. Um, whatever you decide is okay. You can always pivot with your, your goals and your objectives. And even on your tactics, if you find they're not being successful and they're not working the way that you planned. So ultimately just as a recap here, set a goal, set an objective, know exactly what you want to make it. And that objective, by the way, I did forget to mention this, should be a smart objective. It should be specific. It should be measurable. It should be achievable. It should be realistic and it should be time bound. So make your goals and objectives smart objectives and then set a primary tactic and a secondary tactic, the kind of tactic that is in case of emergencies, in case my schedule gets blown up and things go to pieces, um, this is how I still maintain focus on my overall objective and what I'm going to do. You shouldn't always be living by the secondary, but you should have it there just in case you need it when those times happen, because I promise you they're going to come. You're going to have weeks that you get out of a routine and all of a sudden you're not working on the things that you said you wanted to work on. Recently, um, in this last quarter and Q4 of 23, um, I definitely had a few things that kind of blew up my my tactics, especially right in the last bit of December. Um, one was I actually achieved my goal um, early on. Early December, it was already done, and I didn't have a good plan on how I could pivot that for the remainder of the month. So my while I did achieve my objective, that was good. I should have been able to pivot that objective and continue with the momentum and doing something and instead, I kind of fell on my face a little bit at the end there and uh, didn't didn't pursue as much as I should have to keep driving through the end of the quarter strong. Um, other things that will happen, guys, is just life gets in the way. Work gets in the way. 
um, something happens, you have a, a problem with the car and that takes up a chunk of your day. There's so many things, you know, you guys know that, you know, life just sometimes just blows up in certain cases. And sometimes it's for, it seems like for weeks and you just can't get back in the groove. But if you have these tactics in mind, um, and secondary tactics, and maybe even in your case, maybe you even have a tertiary tactic, you know, a third layer. Um, I've actually got that planned this quarter on one of my goals. Um, but if you have those things there, it will be much harder for life to derail your goals and objectives. And again, by putting them in a 90 day, uh, objective schedule, as opposed to sometime this year in the next 12 months, you will find again, that is much easier to remain focused for that amount of time and to consistently check back in and check in with other people around you to see the growth, the development of those goals and see them coming to life. So ultimately, again, make them smart, make them, I'd say shorter, make them 90 days um, with 30 day checkpoints, um, just like I've been taught to do in my men's group. And I think you'll find a lot more success as you guys start setting goals for 2024. Um, maybe once you've achieved a goal, you can continue it um, the next quarter if you aren't done yet. If you feel like, okay, I, I lost weight, but I didn't lose as much as I want to. Okay, well now think about how you did in quarter one and then reevaluate and say, man, I did good. I feel like it was a challenge, but I actually feel like I could push a little harder. Then make that goal a little bit harder for Q2 so that way you're, again, continuing to drive the needle forward and have momentum and see growth and see that change in development. You may end up finding that while you maybe you plan to lose 20 pounds in the year, maybe by the end of 2024, you've actually lost 30 pounds or 35 pounds and you've gained a lot of muscle mass and now you're, you're burning calories just throughout the day, even when you're stationary, so much more efficiently and so much better. And, um, now you're, you're really on track for just a lot of, uh, growth in the physical condition, the physical fitness realm. And, um, you might surprise yourself with ultimately with what you're able to accomplish. So guys, I would really encourage you to do that. And then you, you guys, I would set goals in the four main areas that we're talking about here, set some for your faith, set some in your fitness, set some for fellowship and friendships and set some for your finances or for how you plan to give back um, as well with, with the community around you. And those are the four main ones I would encourage you to set. I've tried some other programs. Um, I have a lot of respect for Dave Ramsey and what he's built. And I love his program, Financial Peace University. Um, I've taken it uh, before and I've taught it a number of times. And I do really like it. I will say where I found it to be a little bit um, too maybe diverse and too um, scattered in its its approach was in goal setting. Um, they talk about setting goals in seven facets of your life. And I tried that. I remember one year and it was just, I was way too distracted and all over the place. There was just too many things going on. I couldn't focus on those goals. And I, I ultimately don't think I accomplished any of them, maybe one or two, but it certainly was not all seven. So just be aware not to get too distracted by setting too many goals and getting too distracted. Um, another thing I want to hit on for you guys in this is not just leaving things to chance, get a planner and get something where you can plot out your days. 
For me, I found I really like the full focus planner from Michael Hyatt. Um, there are a lot of different ones you can get. You can get some through the Business Made Simple program with Donald Miller. Um, you can get them through the Order of Man podcast and Ryan Mickler. He has a battle planner. Um, but ultimately for me, um, I really like the Michael Hyatt full focus planner. It just made it so easy for me to approach my weeks the same way all the time to set out, I'm going to work to accomplish these three main things this week. Uh, and I write those th- three things down. And then I I look at my week, I kind of plot out the whole days on like a week view uh, calendar page that it has. And then I start going day by day and I start plotting out, you know, just a day at a time. And every single day, I have three main things that I'm trying to accomplish that day that should ultimately feed into the big three things I'm trying to accomplish for the week. So I really liked that and it just made it very effective for me. There's also spots in there for me to add to-do lists and that has just changed the game for me. Like I really was trying to focus on building up my memory and not letting things slip through the cracks um, in Q4 of 23 and using that planner and just writing everything down like that, that I needed and always keeping all my to-do list there. I started my day with that and it, it was a game changer. Like I really, I just sat down every morning and I would plot out my day. A lot of times I would start out by plotting out the main whole things of my entire week. So I would do the week view and jot things down, but then I would actually go through day by day and put in the big things that I knew weren't really going to change that week and jot everything down and then that was still kind of fluid because I knew as I got to it, you know, the morning of, if I'm plotting it out on Monday, I knew by Thursday, for instance, um, I'd come back to that day and then fill in more. But ultimately, just putting all those things down, putting down my to-do lists, checking them all off. Some days I would get everything checked off the list and I'd feel like a rock star for getting that much done. Other days I would end up having my day blow up and I would get maybe one or two things checked off the list and have to defer a lot of other things to a future day. And those days are kind of tough. You know, it's a hard, hard sell on yourself to realize, man, I did not get accomplished today what I wanted to, but it did keep everything on the page that week. It kept it all moving forward. I just take all those to do's I didn't get done, move them to the next day. And I would just then have to try to crank things out that next day to get caught up. And like I said, just a really, really beneficial tool for me was that full focus planner from Michael Hyatt. You can buy those. I think they're still about 25 bucks for a journal for a 90 day period. And they do have some stuff for goal setting as well in that for the year. So again, you come up with goals for the year. And then you break that down into what you need to accomplish this quarter, which then translates into how you accomplish things for a month and then you know week by week and day by day. Um, also a very good approach. I liked his approach in that as well. Um, but overall, I just liked being able to write my goals down only for the quarter, not for the year, because um, that just felt to me too too deep and too far out to look. Um, there are some things, again, I might know in advance that are going to not just be satisfied or accomplished in a single quarter, but still I look at every one of those things, just 90 day stretch by 90 day stretch. I don't try to plan too far out because it just gets too muddied and distracting. And it's hard to keep focus on that goal for that amount of time. And I'm certainly not into five-year plans and 10-year plans. I, I have no idea. I mean, I got a couple things in my life that I could see 
still being around and, and being things I'd focus on in five to 10 years, but I don't pretend to try to make goals out of those things yet, guys. That's just a little bit too deep for me. Um, and I, I know myself and I know I'm probably going to get way too sidetracked and distracted and uh, lose steam just trying to focus that far out. So overall, like I said, setting goals, um, it doesn't have to be a pain like so many people make it. It's, it does sound a bit cliche to start the year off with that like uh, so many people do. But guys, I feel like it's really important. And if you haven't tried this, if you're like, man, goal setting is not for me, I would really, really encourage you just try this for a quarter and don't try it by yourself. Get a few guys with you and do this together. Um, nothing really worked for me the way this is working until I got into a team with some other guys and we all do this. We all expect each other to live by their plan. And we even have a little bit of a penalty in my team for when you don't accomplish your goals, um, or you don't stack up high enough even with your percentages. So for us, um, my team, if we, um, get 71% in any of those four main, um, quadrants that we focus on, then you owe a 25 burpee penalty, you know, video to the team showing that you, you do these burpees because you didn't live up to your, um, your word of what you said you were going to accomplish and do for that week. Or if you get 86% across the board in all four quadrants, same thing, you owe a 25 burpee penalty video to the team. So just something that really changed the game was that accountability level that I got when I joined a team, um, through, again, through the iron council is what I'm in through the order of man podcast. Um, and I love that group. It's a great way to build fellowship, build friendships. Um, I'm making relationships and friendships with guys all over the country and, um, really appreciate the encouragement and the camaraderie that happens on these teams in that, that place. Um, there is certainly a fee to, to join that. Um, it's not insignificant, but it is, uh, very beneficial and very impactful for me. And for now, I'm more than getting my money's worth out of that group by joining the teams like this and being in community with with guys who are focused and of the same mindset I am. So really would just encourage you guys, find those guys. Um, if you need help with that, please hit me up. Um, I'd love to work with some of you guys locally to help you just set goals and do the same thing. Um, you know, I'll be your accountability buddy if you want that. Uh, just know that like we, you know, as, as far as me and like my team go, um, we take that stuff seriously. And if you're going to get involved and you want to ask for help in that, just know, like, I'd love to help you, but I expect you to take it as seriously as I do for my own life. So don't go at it half-heartedly get into it and really make some strides forward in 2024. I think you guys will be shocked at what you accomplish and how much deeper you go in relationships in your faith in your fitness and as well as in your finances. So guys, let's turn things around. Let's step up and become the men that God's called us to be and designed us to be. And let's make 2024, maybe our best year ever. Um, if, if not like the start of a series of the best years ever, um, I think it's going to be really impactful if you guys give this a shot and really devote yourselves to this. So I look forward to hearing what you guys are planning for the upcoming 
90 day stretch Q1 of this year. Um, hit me up, f- give me some feedback. Let me know what you're planning. Maybe if you have different tactics um, and a different approach to how you goal set, I'd love to hear about it, guys. Share it with me because I'd love to bring that back to these other guys. Um, like I said, this stuff has been working for me really well, but this is not the only way to accomplish these things. Um, there's plenty of other great tactics and great tools out there and some I've probably never heard of and I'd love to know what you guys are using so I can bring that back and hopefully help somebody else use a tool that might be more effective for them than maybe what I'm using for me. So I hope you guys are doing great. I hope you guys have had a very happy holiday season, a great Christmas and a happy new year. And again, I hope you guys are going to start off 2024 strong. Let's get rocking and rolling and let's achieve more this year and ultimately become the men that God designed us to be. Guys, until next week, Have a great week and keep practicing the discipline of manliness.